Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. It is Saturday evening. Uh, the night before week 13 Sunday uh, is going down. So I did want to just kind of go live for a little bit here. I think we're going to take some questions from the chat room, get those in there when you need uh, something answered. And then I just want to kind of read the news real quick. And then I thought it'd be kind of fun to fill out a DraftKings lineup and get some things in there. So the major news, uh, the one that just came out a little bit ago, is it, it appears that Jalen Hurts has been ruled out. Now, I'm still not sure on this being official. Uh, there's a, a Eagles reporter named Derek Gunn reporting uh, that Jalen Hurts is out for week, thir- th- for week 13 against the Jets. Uh, Schefter didn't really confirm this, but he's like, it's trending that way kind of thing. So we're expecting Gardner Minshew to get the start tomorrow. So I think that's really only useful for Superflex leagues or maybe even DraftKings lineups. So uh, we'll, look at, we'll look at that. Also, Melvin Gordon ruled out. So Javante Williams is probably a guy trying to get in your lineups. Uh, Devontae Parker injured, uh, activated off injury reserve. Darren Waller is out. And Seattle Seahawks promote Adrian Peterson. So he's uh, up on the Seahawks roster right away. Uh, good evening, Justin. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Javante Madison Gibson Mitchell start one. Oh, no. Whew. Um, dang. Those guys all have paths to being top five running backs this week. Um, <laughs> so this this is really tough. I think on paper, the matchup for Elijah Mitchell might be the best uh, going up against Seattle. Seattle allows the second most PPR points to the running back position. So like Mitchell feels uh, like one of the candidates that we need to start. Uh, I'm looking at Antonio Gibson. Just because Gibson's going to get the bulk of the carries against the Raiders, the Raiders are the sixth. They give up the sixth most PPR points to the running back. So I'm I'm looking at Mitchell or Gibson. I know uh, Alexander Madison has a cupcake matchup against the Lions too, and the Lions actually rank fifth most uh, for PPR points to the quarter for the running back. The guy I'm least excited about is Javante Williams. So I think in your case we can cross him out. Uh, but between Madison Gibson and and uh, Elijah Mitchell, like oof. You probably you probably should just take Alexander Madison and go with that. I think that's probably the best bet for a touchdown, uh, and we'll go from there. But you really can't go wrong. I think either way, you're probably looking at a guy that that has a chance at 15 to 20 fantasy points between Gibson, Madison, and Mitchell. So I'll say I'll say Alexander Madison here. Uh, Barkley, Jacobs, Javante. In in that instance, I'm going to go with Javante. Uh, go with Javante's volume. I trust it, uh, even though it's a tough matchup. Good evening, Harris. Hope you're doing well. Pick one, Brendan Ayuk or Jalen Waddle. Um, so uh, Harris, you usually play standard. That makes me t- uh, take a little bit away from Jalen Waddle, whereas Brandon Ayuk, I, I, I feel pretty good about him. So if this is indeed a standard scoring league, I'm probably going to go with Brandon Ayuk in this one. Uh, I think Matt Breida can have a solid game. I'm open to it. The Patriots, that's like the one spot where they actually give up fantasy points. Uh, the Patriots rank they give up the 12th most PPR points to running back. Uh, and actually, they've they've been one of the teams that allowed the most receptions to running backs. Uh, they've allowed 76 catches and 687 yards receiving to running backs. That's uh, probably some of the most in the league. So um, think about Breida and Singletary. These are both kind of PPR pass-catching backs. So I, I think I think Matt Breida can play pretty well. Galladay or Jennings? Um, I'm going to go with Galladay. I just, I trust it a little bit more and it's a game where the Giants aren't, aren't going to have, you know, their, their top receivers in the game. So Galladay is the top receiver. So I'll, I'll stick with Galladay. Glennon's not afraid to fire it. Um, which one would you rather have in your lineup? Half PPR, Jamal or Derek Carr? Whoa. 
half in your half PPR, Jamal Williams or Derek Carr. Interesting. Um, you probably gotta go with Derek Carr, man. Um, uh, go with Derek Carr. Um, I think Henderson plays uh, just because he was he was able to practice limited on Friday, and we didn't hear about any setbacks today. Uh, so I think Henderson does play, but either way, I think Sony Michelle does get a little bit more volume uh, than he typically would, uh, especially just given the matchup against Jacksonville. Uh, Got to start Cousins, so, you know, Hurts, and that's maybe that's not a bad thing, man. The way Hurts and that Eagles offense has been playing, it hasn't been the greatest. I know he got the rushing volume and the rushing touchdowns uh, the other game here, but uh, just I'm interested to see what Gardner Minshew can do. Uh, he might be able to elevate some guys like Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard. Uh, maybe even Quez Watkins a little bit. I'm interested to see uh, what happens there. And this actually kind of helps Miles Sanders too, uh, because when they if they do get to the red zone, and yeah, that's a perfect, right? You're, we're thinking along the same path here. Miles Sanders is actually the benefit. Uh, he's going to be the biggest beneficiary of a Gardner Minshew offense, because if they do get close to the red zone, they're going to continue to run the ball. So I think Miles Sanders is a great start this week. Uh, on paper, you're seeing the Jets allow the most points to the running back position and it doesn't even matter if it's ppr half ppr or standard the jets simply allow the most uh points to the running back so uh, sanders is a really good play we'll probably uh whip him up in our DraftKings lineup in a little bit here um bama or georgia i don't know like i, I was thinking georgia i don't i haven't really been following i'm not a big f- college football watcher i usually uh wait till the season's done and that's when i start diving into some of the tape so i i really had nothing uh invested in that one uh, Jets, Washington football team, Chargers are the underdogs for tomorrow. Um, I, I like Washington tomorrow. Uh, Chargers, I think the Chargers can do it. It's just it's tough usually when you see a West Coast team traveling to the East, and then not only that is it's a noon game, so for them it feels like playing at like nine or ten a.m. and plus the travel. So I'm a little bit nervous about that, uh, but I, I do like Washington football team uh, against the Raiders and the Jets. The Jets are interesting, but. Uh, uh, we'll see here. I think I think Gardner Minshew could provide some some pump there. Uh, wow, underdogs and one by seventeen. Yeah, they've just it's kind of like that that older brother mentality for Alabama over Georgia. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I did want to. Uh, if you guys got more questions, keep firing them up. Otherwise, I was just gonna I'm gonna hit a screen share here and and I was gonna fill out a um I was gonna fill out a DraftKings lineup here. Kind of get zoomed in. Um, Harris says Joe Burrow or Herbert. Oh man, that's that's a tough question. I think the odds of Joe Mixon having the biggest day on the ground could limit Joe Burrow's upside. Whereas Herbert, you know that one Herbert Herbert's legs have been just like he's been getting so many fancy points with his legs. So I think my head here says uh, Herbert because we do know that uh, when they do get close, sure Eckler could run the ball in, but Eckler's just as likely to catch a touchdown. So I think there's probably more uh, upside to Justin Herbert's side than Joe Burrow. So I'm going to say Herbert, uh, and especially he's going to get you know the rushing volume there too. So I like Herbert a little bit better than than Joe. Uh, but just looking real quick uh, at the at the the DraftKings lineup here, I like starting with defense. I think the Rams against Jacksonville is a pretty good matchup. Of course, the Colts against Houston could be a lot of fun. And keep in mind that last time the Colts played the Houston Texans, uh, they won thirty-one to three. So that's interesting. Uh, Ron T asking Devonta Freeman or Jerry Judy in a PPR matchup. Um, that one's a little bit tougher because we have a kind of a sour taste from the Broncos offense in our mouth here with 
with uh, what they did last week. But I think I'm going to side with Jerry Judy uh, just because the Broncos playing with the Chiefs. I think that means keep up, you know, playing keep up and having to score more points. I'm going to I'm going to side with Jerry Judy here uh, in a full PPR nonetheless, because he's probably going to be uh, the leading target guy for Teddy Bridgewater. And it just kind of makes sense for him to rack up five or six free catches. Whereas with Devonta Freeman, it is a tough matchup against the Steelers. Uh, Latavius Murray could always vulture a goal line touchdown. I, I just think Jerry Judy at least provides a five to six point uh, catch reception uh, total in this one. Uh, Rams D, you got to put. I just want to look and see because I, I I do have a good vibe for the Dolphins defense. If I want to save the $700, uh, we can try that. I do think Minnesota Vikings at Detroit. That's a pretty good matchup here as well. Um, nothing else really sticks out below. I could try and get cute with the 49ers against Seattle, but I don't like the road matchup there. Um, I'm looking around here. Uh, I am interested in the Arizona Cardinals defense against Chicago tomorrow. The weather's not supposed to be very good. Uh, I think that could be kind of a low scoring game, uh, but something about the dolphins. If you want to save money on uh, a defense here, I do like the dolphins. Otherwise, Sure, the Rams. The Rams need to get off their three-game losing streak. I saw maybe we'll just we'll just pencil in the Rams here and see what we can build with the most expensive deed. Um, Justin says, "I like Tua or Stafford as QB. If you want to go low on that, we'll look at that too. I, I'm interested to see what we can build here with a where is he? Where is, he's low? Gardner Minshew for 4K. Um, so for me, when I look at setting my lineups, I try to take the price of the player." Uh, so the salary here, uh, for a quarterback, I usually try to three exit. So like a 4k salary, Minshew just needs to get us 12 points for us to hit our value. Uh, whereas a guy like Lamar Jackson, he needs to hit, uh, you know, seven, 7.8 times times three. So that's putting him up there at about 22. So Minshew is probably the best value. Um, no problem, man. Um, I, I, so like, I'm, I'm a huge Jerry Judy guy. It just, it's been frustrating. I think, uh, especially last week, the Broncos offense just couldn't. They were winning, you know. They were they were winning from the the beginning there against the Chargers, so they didn't really have to throw the ball. They were comfortable just pounding it with Melvin and Javante. But this week, not only is Melvin Gordon out, which could you know uh, give more work for Javante, but it could also just mean more uh, more passing if they don't you know if they're not calling the run as much. So I'm optimistic Jerry Judy can at least you know go five for sixty and he's got a safe floor. Whereas Devonta Freeman. Um, if he doesn't get a touchdown, Devonta Freeman's probably like a seven to eight point guy. Um, Harris is asking Burkhead or Sony Michelle. Um, let's take a look here. Let's take a look. Um, so I'm trying to remember what time I think, I think the Colts Texans are an early game tomorrow. So yeah, that's what sucks. If so, uh, Harris, if we find out that Daryl Henderson's not going to play, uh, before the Colts tip off, uh, I want to do Sony Michelle. We're probably not going to get that knowledge though. So I think you almost have to play Burkhead in this one. And uh, it's going to be helpful too. If David Johnson's ruled out, I don't know if that's official yet, but if David Johnson's ruled out, I'm comfortable whipping out Rex Burkhead because he's just going to be the bulk uh, of everything there. Uh, we got to touch on the big Ben news. Yeah, that's interesting. I had that typed up in there in a chat. I just kind of glossed over it because he's not saying anything new, really. We all kind of expected that. Uh, and it's kind of cool. He, he outlasted Philip Rivers and Eli Manning uh, by a year to a couple years there. So it, it's probably just time. I think the timing of that is kind of odd. Maybe you save that, um, you know, but who knows? He's, he, he has the opportunity to make another playoff run and go from there. But uh, the Steelers, man, they have uh, they have some future quarterback shoes to fill. 
uh, Dawson Knox or Russell Gage at flex, full PPR. So um, I love Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is one of my tight ends in my most important leagues. Uh, I am going to start Dawson Knox, but that's at my tight end slot just because I don't really have anybody else. Uh, but what worries me here, and uh, you can view these charts on the fantasyfellowship.com, but the Patriots, uh, this is a tight end chart. They allow the fewest points to tight end in full PPR. So that's about 7.54 fantasy points. Now, assuming Dawson Knox, like there's really no other tight end for the Buffalo Bills to get tight end points. So Dawson Knox could have a floor here of about seven fantasy points. So if you're comfortable with that, if you're comfortable with that seven point floor and you hope that maybe he can score a touchdown, I'm okay with Dawson Knox here. Uh, but if we go ahead and look up at Russell Gage, um, Tampa Bay uh, against wide receiver here, they're allowing about 34.84 fantasy points to the wide receiver. So you think about Atlanta, you have Russell Gage, you have Tajay Sharp, Alameda Zacchaeus. That's really the top three guys. You divide, you divide that by three. That's, you know, roughly 11 point something PPR points. So I do think the floor is a little bit safer with Russell Gage. And then just the outcome of that Tampa Bay game, we expect Tampa Bay to be winning. I think there's more potential for Russell Gage to catch a touchdown and get some garbage time points. So I think Gage is probably the, the safe play, but I, I guess if you have a, a good feeling about Knox, I can't, I can't knock it, but I think I'm going to say Russell Gage here. Um, yeah, let's see what we can build. And yeah, Gerald Everett's interesting. Uh, he's just been a, a kind of a, a high floor PPR guy. And if you play on DraftKings, you know, it's a full point uh, PPR league. So I just wanted to one build a, a, a roster here with Gardner Minshew and see what we can, we can get. Cause I really like some of the hot, the top end running backs. I think if you want to pay up for Jonathan Taylor, that's totally fine. He just needs to probably hit 25 fantasy points for that to pay off. Uh, but the guy that I think is really, really appropriately priced uh, and he's down here. It's Antonio Gibson. Uh, down here at about $5,700 going up against the Raiders. No JD McKissick. I'm going to lock Antonio Gibson into my lineup. I also really, really like Elijah Mitchell here going up against Seattle. He's only 6K. So if I had to just lock in two uh, nice price running backs, I would say Gibson and Mitchell. Otherwise, I'm totally cool with building a lineup around JT, Eckler, Mixon. I even, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm just, I'm just going to lock Mixon into my uh, my flex role and we'll build some lineups with that. Uh, Matt Breida or Adrian Peterson? I'm going with Matt Breida. I don't I just I don't trust Adrian Peterson and I don't trust the Seahawks. Nonetheless, uh, the Titans were at least a little bit better of an offense and a scheme running the football. Seattle just the, Seattle can't even do anything right at the moment. And uh, thank you, no problem, Ron. I appreciate you uh, hanging out and watching, spending time with us on this Saturday evening. Zach Moss or Zach Gertz? I'm going with Zach Gertz. I don't even know if Zach Moss is going to play really. Um, has he been on the injury report? Let's go look at that real quick. Um, and if you guys are new to the fantasy fellowship, uh, you should definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help us hit that 400 mark. We're so close. Uh, but I'm just going to click on the injury practice reports. Let's go look at Buffalo and Zach Moss is not even on the list. So he, Zach Moss probably will play. Uh, but I just, I'm curious. It's a three headed monster with, with Brita. Singletary and Zach Moss. I think I'd rather just take Zach Ertz. And uh, tomorrow's weather is supposed to be pretty nasty. Um, I know I'm located in Milwaukee here, and we're we're supposed to get 20 to 30 mile per hour winds throughout the day, and it's going to be kind of this freezing rain snow mix throughout the day. So that Cardinals um, the Cardinals Bears game that plays at noon tomorrow, you, you probably could see a lot of quick dump offs to Zach Ertz. And uh, yes, I appreciate the uh, the help there, Justin. And yeah, Justin Jefferson, uh, he was actually 
uh, on the the fantasy fellowship. If you if you guys are interested in looking at some of the prop bets, uh, I did put Justin Jefferson down for a touchdown prop that I like tomorrow. These are some of my favorite guys to score touchdowns. If you if you're into the prop betting, but I like JJ quite a bit. He's probably one of the better receivers that I'm willing to pay up for. Uh, I am curious, though, of going down on the very bottom of the list and seeing if I can find somebody that sticks out. There is a guy here named Devontae Parker going up against the New York Giants. Parker's back. I'm kind of excited about that. If you remember what he was doing before he had the, I think it was the hamstring injury. He was playing really well with Tua. That last game against Buffalo, eight receptions, 11 targets, 85 yards uh, for 16.5 points. And then his other game, uh, against Indy, four for 77 and a touchdown. It just seems like he has a really safe high floor. You look at the five games that he's played this year, his worst game has been 8.2 points. Um, so for me, locking in a guy like Devontae Parker at $3,900, he just needs eight points for, to double his value. So I'm uh, I'm going to lock Devontae Parker in there. Uh, I do like T.Y. Hilton too. He was a guy that made the list. Uh, when I make my lineups, I like to find at least one or two low-owned guys and guys that are like really underpriced. So like Parker makes a list for me this week. T.Y. Hilton here at $4,400. He's definitely worth a look. Uh, There's another Detroit Lions wide receiver that I like quite a bit. His name's Josh Reynolds. I mean, this guy last week, I don't know if you watched the, the, the Thanksgiving game, but he went three for 70 in a touchdown. He's the leading receiver paired with his old quarterback, Jared Goff. I'm kind of, yeah, Josh Reynolds is a fun play. So if you're looking to save some money, uh, perhaps that's that's a really good route. Uh, but since we only need, again, like this is just a, an example lineup. I, I might go and edit this stuff later. But we have two wide receiver spots to fill. It's saying we have about $6,100 left to fill. Uh, I do want to look at tight ends uh, before I fill in the rest of those receivers. So uh, Mark Andrews has a tough matchup here. George Kittle uh, has a green matchup here. Kyle Pitts has a green matchup. Uh, but the guy that I really like is probably Gronk. Uh, I'm willing to spend up for Gronk here. It's only 5300 so that does allow us uh, to spend elsewhere. Uh, but if we want to save money on tight end, I suppose Gerald Everett's been getting a nice volume and floor and targets and whatnot. Logan Thomas and Pat Fryermuth are interesting guys here. They're both about $4,000. And then CJ Uzama has a really nice matchup against the Chargers. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but I think I'm going to go ahead and lock in Gronk. He did have two touchdowns against the Falcons back in week two. And then now we have about 13K to work with. So if we find someone that we like, we can even just let me just lock in Jefferson and see if we can find someone for about $4,800. Uh, and then we can kind of begin to play. So nobody's really sticking out here. I do like T.Y. Hilton. Maybe a cross off Jefferson. We can I can make a different Jefferson lineup later. Uh, but if I look for two guys around 6,500, that's Marquise Brown. I really like Marquise Brown a lot. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting him in the lineup. And then you talk about Tyler Lockett, Jalen Waddle. These guys are both pretty fun options. So I, maybe I just lock in Waddle here and see what happens. I'm not super excited about Minshew, but again, he only needs um, technically like 10 to 12 fantasy points for me to hit on that. Everybody else here, I do like their upsides. Um, so I could just enter that and, and we can build another lineup later if we want, but that was, I just thought that'd be kind of fun to look at. Uh, let me see what we got here. Hardman or Goddard, Dallas Goddard. Uh, I'll go with Dallas Goddard. I have not been super excited about Miko Hardman. He's actually not even, um, he's been losing snaps the last few games to Byron Pringle and even Demarcus Robinson. So he just hasn't been as fun of a player uh, to roster. Um, and I just, um, I just I, I, I'm finding it hard to trust Nicole Hardman unless you play in a league where you get uh, fantasy points for punt or kick return yards. 
Um, and then I don't know if you guys, um, oh shit, I just accidentally entered that into another uh, thingamajigger here. Uh, but if like, when you guys do your lineups, I always like to fill up a, a double up, 50-50 double up lineup. And that's, you just have to finish in the top 50 and you just double your money. And then this is the, the league where you can actually kind of have a little bit more fun and just build kind of a safer lineup um, for the most part. So this isn't a bad 50-50 lineup at all. Um, Jets, Eagles. I think there's going to be a lot of unders tomorrow. Um, I, I'm, I'm wondering if the weather's going to be kind of nasty throughout the, the universe here, uh, you know, all, all across the outdoor stadiums. Uh, otherwise, I'm just kind of looking around for other players that I like. Um, what is a good Yahoo fantasy lineup? Let's go look at Yahoo. Yahoo fantasy. Let's go look at Yahoo and see what we can what we can dig up. Uh, I think I think Odell's going to play. I th I feel like uh, his comments that he made yesterday on his press conference. It sounds like Odell's going to be just fine. Uh, but let's go take a look at some pricing on Yahoo. And uh, I don't play on Yahoo, but let's try this. Uh, what's this free roll here? Um, Javante. Javante Williams, Jay Williams or Jay Williams, Javante or Jamal half PPR. I'll go Javante. It's just a better team, better offense. Uh, I do like Jamal Williams, but I think, I think Javante has got the juice that you're looking for. Um, so let's um, let's build this, this Yahoo lineup here. So I think if you want to pay up for Jonathan Taylor, you totally can do that. Uh, but Austin Eckler and Joe Mixon are both uh, looking like really good plays. There's Elijah Mitchell at 27. And the disrespect on Antonio Gibson, that feels like the safest. He's only 21 bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go with Jay Williams on this one, Whoever, uh, whatever Jay Williams. But it's Javante. Um, do you think Zach Moss will get some play this week? I'm really desperate at RB, and I have Randall Smallwood as my RB, too. Um, so I don't know what's been up with, with Zach Moss the last few games. If he just kind of fell out of favor, he just had some kind of nagging injury that they just wanted more from Matt Breida. But uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty nervous to play Zach Moss. Um, so I think for you, Wendell Smallwood's probably the fresher guy uh, right now. He hasn't really had a lot of work this season. I don't even know if he's taking a snap this season. So Wendell Smallwood might be kind of a nice running back to this week. Otherwise, Ron, uh, are you able to tell me uh, if there's any other? Just tell me like who the top like four or five running backs available in your league. Maybe we can find someone that's better than Wendell. Uh, we'll see what you got there. Uh, do you think Djax will get a deep TD, Tom? Um, Hmm. So it's cool. Cause like he used to play for Washington. So I could like, I could see the revenge narrative there. <coughs> um, but I'm nervous about that calf strain. Uh, we don't even know if he's going to play yet. If he's, if he's even in. So uh, if he does play though, I'd like him to have a good game. Uh, he could be a guy that's worth a look in DFS lineups and even as a wide receiver, three flex. Um, and so with, with Smallwood, you're, you're looking at, when you start a guy like Smallwood, you're hoping for maybe 20 to 30 rushing yards and three, maybe two or three catches. So like the floor is, you know, six to eight PPR points. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, in that case, I'm going to do probably Matt Breida. I'll take Matt Breida over Smallwood. I do like Hunter Renfro. I like Hunter Renfro quite a bit. Um, I'm just going to – let me just lock in Gibson here, and I'm going to do Gibson Mixon – and let me see. You said Hunter Renfro was about 18 bucks. I like that. Uh, I do. I, I've, I can't stop taking Devontae Parker here. I think he's going to have a good day tomorrow. And if we wanted to up, you know, spend up some money here at the top of the list, 
Uh, Evans and Godwin are kind of fun options. Uh, but again, I really like Marquise Brown. Uh, if I just kind of whip in a, a tight end, uh, they got Gronk at 21. I do like Logan Thomas here at 19. Uh, CJ Uzama is an interesting guy. Evan Ingram's pretty cheap, uh, but we're going to go with Foster Moreau here. If you want to save money on tight end, Foster Moreau is probably the guy. Uh, Mike Davis is the only other playing time playing a six. Okay. So in a 16 team league, I think we just got to be okay with, with playing probably Smallwood in this situation, just because no JD McKissick. I don't think they're just going to give everything to Antonio Gibson. Smallwood's a smart player. He's, he's, performed well as a third down in a blocking back. So I think he's going to just perform fine with, with Smallwood, assuming this is full PPR. You're, again, you're just hoping for two to three catches uh, to kind of boost the day. And if he gets, you know, between 30 and 40 yards, that's probably what's going to make your day. So uh, pray for six or seven points minimum and, and go from there. Uh, but uh, we're just filling out another quick lineup here. I did want to look at quarterbacks. We have $75 left to spend. Tom Brady's the highest priced guy here. And if I remember correctly, he had five, he had five passing touchdowns against the Falcons back in week, uh, week two. Uh, but for quarterbacks this week, I think Derek Carr, $31, that's reasonably priced. Tua Tagovailoa is kind of fun here. We could stack him with Devontae Parker. Um, that could be interesting. Uh, Carson Wentz is pretty cheap here. He's only 23 bucks. That could be a safe play. Uh, otherwise, of course, we know uh, we can find Gardner Minshew down low. Uh, but I think we'll spend up a little bit in this one. Let's just go with Carson Wentz and we'll play against the Jonathan Taylor lineups. And then uh, looking at defense, of course, we have $52 to spend. So this defense, the Cardinals, Buccaneers, the Colts, the Rams are fairly priced cheap here. So I'm, I'm kind of cool with taking the LA Rams in this one. And then that leaves us with $35 to spend at flex. We can get Eckler. We can get Mick. We already got Mixon, but we could get Eckler here in this lineup. That seems probably like what I'm going to do here. So I would lock something in like that. Um, I really like. I, I enjoy spending low on quarterback, especially uh, if you can load up on running back this week. I think JT, Eckler, Mixon, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Gibson, those are some of the top plays. So the more in Madison as Madison's only $18 on, on Yahoo. So he's probably a guy that I should have put in the lineup. Um, I, me and my relationship with Cordero Patterson uh, is I've, I've talked to people about getting him uh, or trading him away, but I just, I can't quit him. He's having a career season uh, and I, I don't see any reason besides injury, why he wouldn't keep up. So I'm going to hold on to Cordero. Um, <laughs> yes. And who knows? Like Smallwood could be a fun, like I, I like, I really like Washington and what they're doing right now. I think they are a fun football team that could be in the playoffs. Like I think they're the seventh seed right now and whoever they end up facing as the two seed, like they're going to give them a battle and who knows they could even uh, sneak in and be uh, the sixth, you know, be the number six seed and end up playing a three. Uh, Harris says his lineup is Brady, Madison, Sanders, Mooney, Brandon A, Ayuk, Renfro, uh, Travis Kelsey, and Javante Williams. That's a that's a solid lineup. So what I like what you did there. So you spent up at QB and then you bought low on some of these these running backs. Um, Madison, what I probably should do a lot. Like in Yahoo, he's he's way too cheap. Eighteen dollars for Madison, and then Sanders is at nineteen dollars. Like that's probably the best value priced running backs here. Uh, as well as Gibson. Gibson's really cheap at 21. So like if I wanted to do a lineup of Gibson, Sanders, and then Madison at flex, that could be a really fun way to start. Uh, and then you got um, Mooney 
good matchup there. I'm kind of a little bit nervous about the weather tomorrow, though, and the amount of points that are going to be scored in that game. Uh, but I do like I do like Brandon Ayuk, and I like Hunter Renfro quite a bit. I just want to see. I think Mooney's probably priced really, really well. And, yeah, Mooney's just the same price as Devontae Parker, so that's, that's really low. Uh, and then you're looking at Hunter Renfro, $18. So I kind of like this. This is looking good. Travis Kelsey against the Broncos and Javante Williams against the Chiefs. That's a good lineup. That's a fun lineup. And uh, I, I would, like, I, I kind of want to, like, Yahoo, like, I don't really play on Yahoo, but this pricing is kind of fun, uh, seeing some of these, like, the the Sanders value and the Madison value. Uh, even the Gibson value is pretty cheap. Uh, and I think Marquise Brown's going to have himself a good day tomorrow but uh, if you guys got any more questions keep firing them up otherwise i'm gonna log out of here for the evening singletary or coleman i'm going with tevin coleman um where is uh my fantasy points allowed i'm gonna go with tevin coleman because the eagles they allow the ninth most points to the running back position here uh, in 12 games they've allowed Nine rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown here. The receiving numbers are alarming. 80 catches and 522 yards. Uh, I think it's fair to say the Eagles have some of the worst linebackers in football right now because they allow a ton of running back points and a ton. They're the worst team against tight ends. So uh, running backs and tight ends, those are the, the people that you want to play uh, against the Eagles. And if you look here, the Eagles are actually really stingy. Where are the Eagles? Why can't I find them? Uh, right here. So this is uh, all the positions combined, QB, RB, wide receiver, and tight end. And the Eagles allow the 13th most points. And then if you go look here, they're red against receivers. So don't, you don't really want to play wideouts against them. But tight ends and running backs, that's kind of the sweet spot. Darnell Mooney, Parker, or Brandon Cooks, half PPR. Um, so uh, technically, like the best matchup here, looking at the wide receivers, uh, the football team, man, they allow – the fourth most points here in a half PPR league, that's about 32 points. And yeah, that's still the fourth most. So in a half PPR league, technically, oh, I was thinking Hunter Renfro, my bad. Darnell Mooney, Devontae Parker, and Brandon Cooks. So Cooks going up against the Colts, that's a top 10 matchup here. Devontae Parker going up against the Giants, that is, where is the New York Giants? Uh, right here, they rank 11th. So that's kind of the same type of matchup here. And then uh, Darnell Mooney against the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinal, so Mooney's the toughest matchup. I actually probably say he's probably the least likely of the guys I want to play with. I'm probably just going to play Devontae Parker. And uh, I just I, I would rather be attached to Tua Tagovailoa than I would with Tarod Taylor, even though Brandon Cooks is a good player. Uh, I just think the upside of, of Parker excites me a little bit more. Um, but uh, if you guys have any more questions, fire them up. Otherwise, I'm going to get out of here for the evening. Good luck on all of your DFS lineups and your uh, your, your redraft, dynasty leagues, whatever you guys need. Uh, and then if you guys do have any like last-second questions or if you need to reach me tomorrow, you can follow me on Twitter, comment on this video, uh, or check us out on TikTok, whatever you need. So thank you guys for watching. Have a good rest of your evening, and uh, have fun on Sunday. We'll see you guys later. Peace.